Hi, I'm John. And I'm Avram. And this is our podcast. Rabbi is pot kosher. Shalom, shalom. Welcome. Well, the new year is upon us. You know what's the best thing, though, about being a rabbi in the new year, John? What's that? The people who will undoubtedly contact us tomorrow and like it's, it'll be a little bit different because they can't inv- ask for like if they can come crash about dinner but you know that people are still gonna turn up tomorrow being like hey could i come to services or something like ra- hey rabbi i heard like rosh hashanah is coming you got anything planned <laughs> i kind of missed that element but not so much you know it's awesome it's an amazing, it's an amazing element because what it reflects is just people coming home, you know? People drifting away for so, so many days, months. I think out of any Rosh Hashanah, like, yeah. we need this one more than ever. For sure, man. I feel like non-Jews should celebrate Rosh Hashanah because it's this like... This is the year. I mean, listen... Why every, wait till January? Everyone's and, like, 2020, like, we no, can, Jews no. are out of here to... Uh, yeah, every life. year, every year. First of all, we say in our liturgy, Hayom Harat Olam, today is the birthday of the world, even though it's actually the birthday of humanity, but we'll come back to that. But we say it's the birthday of the world. Honestly, like, this is the year that the rest of the world should definitely join in with the Jewish family and press the reset button. You don't need to wait till January, folks. Come. We'll open the gates for you. It's so true, bro. What, um, what's your favorite high holiday melody? You as a world-renowned uh, chazen, cantor, true. folk singer. I don't, know, I don't know that I'm a world-renowned um, chazen or cantor, but I do love the melodies of, of the tradition. So what would, um, you, what would you pick? Well... We were talking about that is that's a go-to. That's that's like the majestic, you know, coronating the king. This is this is my favorite, like at the end of Brachos when it's uh da 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 boom. Right, yeah, that so that you're getting closer to where I'm at. So like it's in Game of Thrones like Lushon language, you know, like like da, 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 da. that's like it's so talking. happy, woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> right, but John, what what's John referenced, which was everything is so depressing. So my favorite, though, I think is the Kaddish, <laughs> is the Chatsi Kaddish before Musaf. That one is, I already have goosebumps. What's, and then, but then it goes after Musaf. That one's very exciting. Hold on, wait, but that one then goes into this rallying cry. Oh, Gavalda. That is that's, like that's I've the rally wanted, cry. I've always wanted to be like at a concert, you know, during that part. That, you should, John. <laughs> you should because at that moment when the when the kahal assembles in that way, that's what it is. It's like the scene, that last scene in what's it called, the Avengers movie, or like I don't you know, know by any of those, but whatever. whatever. There's this scene in all, that last one where all of them come out. You when know, when you didn't do that, there's a cosmic shift in the universe. 
Exactly. That, that melody. No, it, at the right time with the right people in the right way, <laughs> that melody has the power to un, absolutely unlock a cosmic shift. in the If game. Jews take that part of the Kaddish seriously, that melody, we could potentially get <laughs> Biden into office. I thought you don't end, want to go there today. End coronavirus <laughs> oh, and prevent the spread of wildfires. What's the Kaddish after Musaf that's like very um, hopeful? Well, there's different, people do different things for that. Do the, the classic melody, please. I don't know the classic melody, but the one that, that Reb Shlomo, that I learned from um, someone in the Reb Shlomo Chavra was, That one's awesome. <laughs> I'm getting pumped. You're getting pumped. What, um, what, what uh, can I ask you a question? Yes. Because you are also known as a world-renowned uh, Baltokea, master blaster. Thank you. And I, I actually I'm, have a new show for. Really? I, we would we invite people to come see it, but again, it's a podcast and it doesn't <laughs> have the same effect of seeing it. It's hearing I'm very it. excited for it. In the past, I've used like a huge show for, um, yeah. which visually is very appealing because it looks epic but anybody who blows shofar knows that it's very difficult to blow one of those so i've switched to a i would say a smaller compact one but the best part about this shofar yeah is the sound it makes is mamish like basically somebody screaming for their life (laughs) <laughs> it, it's it's not a pleasant sound let's put it that way which but, i think a shofar is intended to sound by like the way, that's why rosh hashanah is really such an epic day like a, a yom nora like a day of awe because it contains like on the one hand like the crying of, like of the shofar the way that you describe but then on the other hand like this day where we know we're already like, you know, we know we're in, we coronate God. It's, you know, majestic and celebrating, celebrating the birthday of the world. It's like both of them. is bipolar. It's bipolar. Yeah. It has like the majestic melodies. And then like, like really weird. What do you think about? What do you think about when you're like, when you're, when you're, when you're blowing? I hold by the Baal Shem Tov, um, which is the, a, mas- the great, the, ma- the master, master of the great name, founder of the Hasidic movement. You know, obviously one could imagine to blow the shofar at the Baal Shem Tov's shtibo on Rosh Hashanah would be basically yeah. the highest a human being could potentially reach. And just so you know, out. every time, every time they sang that, that part in the Kaddish, the cosmos were were already unlocked because they they don't come into the building unless you know they're ready to go. Ready I bet there go. was times like on Rosh Hashanah where the Baal Shem Tov was like, "Nah, we can't even daven." Yeah, like, why would we daven? We're not we there yet. Anyway, yeah. so this guy like was preparing like all the kavanot, like these special like Zohar Kabbalah meditations for the sounds and everything. Yeah. And he wrote it down in his sitter, like, so he had it in his moxor, so that, like, he could look at it and not forget it. 
and the Baal Shem Tov saw that he had done this, that he Whoa. had... Wait, they were psukim? They were verses or what? Like They were like, ideas? during this tikkia, like you think of Malchut B'Kedush, like all these different permeations. Formulations, gotcha. And the Baal Shem Tov was <laughs> very disappointed to see that he the has prepared. Oh my God. Everyone knows that Hasidim don't prepare. Like preparing is pasnish, oh, we funny. would say. Anyway, the Boshe. To prepare? To prepare. <laughs> By the okay. way, we, we hired this Hasidic company to put up our huge wedding tent for <laughs> the holidays. They How'd called, that turn out for you? They called this morning being like, oh yeah, we'll be there at 10 o'clock. We just called to check in and they're like, oh yeah, we'll call back. We're not sure. We didn't get your check. <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's great anyway so yeah. the Baal Shem Tov finish the story the Baal Shem Tov stole the the notes that the shofar blower he didn't tell him he just stole them just straight up took it out of his moxor wow and then the guy gets up to to blow it and yeah. he notices that there's nothing there mm, of course and the Baal Shem Tov's like this is exactly where you how you need to be prepared to be prepared to blow the shofar, which is completely unprepared and mm. just allow the moment to, oh to take God. you over. Bro, I love that so much. That's really how I feel about when I start, when I say the words, here I am like impoverished of deeds, like trembling before, like you don't prepare. If you mean, if you want to mean those words, you have to just open your, you have to be there in the moment. All right. So we've gone into some more depressing elements this year. What is something that you're like actually looking forward to? Why do you feel compelled to leave the depression? Mm, well, I'm fine staying down here if you want. Mm, boy, that was so deep. <laughs> um, it's up to you. Yeah. Listen, I mean, I, I hear you, man. I, I think, I think we not, have to be- You know, it's interesting. You're going to Isabel Friedman Retreat Center. It's true. I feel like not being able to prepare your food for Rosh Hashanah is, it would give me a lot of anxiety. It's funny. I like don't- On I one don't... hand, your food is prepared. Right. But like, who knows the, not just the quality, but what- I'll t- I, one one year, Al Derech Mashal, okay, a story. One year, I went up to Isabella Friedman. I was leading davening for Sukkafest or something, and um, and we just had a new baby, and like we showed up pretty. I mean, we got there in time, you know. But like for those listening, Avram likes pushing um, <laughs> the times of holidays into its farthest potential <laughs> capacity. Anyways. Both in both ways, by the way, in both ways, you know, you extend Shabbos, Yantif. Yeah. Anyways, what was I saying though? Oh, and there was like, oh yeah, we don't have any record of you coming or something. They didn't have our rooms or whatever. (laughs) And it was this wonderful moment of being like, oh, where's my room on this holiday? On Sukkot. On Sukkot of all Yom Tovim, right? Where we're meant to be out of our like homes and, uh, and like spaces of control. I listen, bro. I'm with you. I think there is a um, this. I'm, I you know what we, I'm disappointed. Yeah. No shofar on Shabbos. 
Yeah, I hear that. I mean, that is really anticlimactic. I, I heard that the Alter Rebbe said that your Yotze Shofar, that you fulfill your obligation of hearing the Shofar on Shabbos by eating Kugel. Nice. That's a, actually, that's, I think, a real thing. I'm bad in this, that's not a joke. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I was just going to say that I think, um, I think, like, even though, obviously, there's so much terror and so much to be depressed about, um, when looking out in the world, I actually feel that like Eden, the Jewish people have been around for so many. You've been around the block. For so many pandemics. This isn't the first Rosh Hashanah where we've been in the dumps. And like so many despotic leaders in the past. Like if anything, we Jews are more like our ancestors than we've been in a long time. You know, I'm glad you brought this up, you know in history who knows this could probably be like a top 10 great rosh hashanah year in if you look at all of jewish history right what does who that knows? mean though? what I does mean, that mean things have been worse certainly oh uh, that's for sure that's what i meant so uh, you just but also who knows what we might unleash too well, that's you know i've been i've been reflecting on imagine a year ago where we were if somebody told you right. Rosh Hashanah was going to look like this, yeah. you would have been like, lay off the crack pipe. <laughs> right. Um, right. They're like, I've seen Contagion, okay? Yeah, it's, yeah. I've seen, it's a film. <laughs> you know? You ready for this? Let's hear it. The inverse of that is also possible. Say it out. We couldn't perceive that life could get this bad in just yeah. a year's time. Yeah. But what... Judaism teaches us is we could next year at this time things could be so incredible that we would that we couldn't imagine where we would be it's mamish that's like Rabbi Nachman if you believe you can destroy believe you can repair I feel like that's a mic drop tour we have to end on Rabbi John yes this was a wonderful episode and um and please God may we merit a bet, not just a better year than this past year, but as Rabbi John instructed us, one that will take us to surpass our wildest imaginations of possible. If we do Rosh Hashanah properly, we may not even have another. If we podcast. sing it, if we sing that part the right way, you won't yeah. even be here. Peace. Later.